Spotify. What up the whole entire world? I am your host, Dre Watson, Watson Counselor. And today I want to talk about um what is going on. But before, but before I touch on something about what happened in my area, that what I noticed and what someone cares to me about, I don't person that just doesn't care about me, and suicide. I want to talk about mental health, I want to talk about suicide, I want to talk about shootings in America just in the last 24 hours. President Biden, before the cameras today, he was urging action from Congress, and he'd already planned to announce this today, even before the newest shootings. The president calling gun violence an epidemic in America and a public health crisis, saying he will use his executive authority to limit so-called ghost guns. So what are they? And the creation of a national red flag law and what that would mean in this country. Here's our senior White House correspondent, Mary Bruce, tonight. As the news broke today of two more mass shootings in this country, President Biden taking what he called initial steps to address the violence while urging Congress to act. Gun violence in this country is an epidemic and it's an international embarrassment. The president planned to use his executive authority even before today's news amid growing pressure after the mass shootings in Atlanta and Boulder. Biden taking steps today to limit so-called ghost guns, kits that allow people to legally build guns at home that cannot be traced. Anyone from a criminal to a terrorist can buy this kit. 
The president also putting restrictions on stabilizing braces that effectively turn pistols into short barrel rifles, like the brace used in the Boulder rampage that left 10 dead. And he's directing the Justice Department to create a template that states can use to enact red flag laws, which allow authorities to remove firearms from people who are deemed a threat. But these actions are limited, and some gun control advocates say the president should have taken bolder action even sooner, something he promised on the campaign trail. It is something he promised on day one. It is day 78. What's the holdup here? There's no holdup. It just legislation needs to be reintroduced. But the president promised to send his own plan. Yeah, it's clear that you're waiting to see how this works its way through Congress. But why not put out your own bill, lead the charge on this? He, he is leading the charge by advocating for this moving forward. So let's get to Mary Bruce. She's at the White House tonight. Mary, as you reported there, executive actions are always limited. Uh, so what is the likelihood here that Congress will act on any of this? Well, David, the president is calling for sweeping changes. He wants to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, put in place stricter background checks. Our latest polling actually shows that two-thirds of Americans say gun reform should be a higher priority. But the reality here is that despite these horrific shootings, there is very little appetite from Republicans and even some Democrats on Capitol Hill to act on the kinds of changes that the president wants. David. Mary Bruce, live at the White House tonight. Thank you, Mary. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching. And tonight, many new details are emerging about the suspect's crime spree and his eventual arrest. But more than seven hours after that workplace shooting, the motive remains a mystery. Good evening, everyone. I'm Chris Gutierrez. Hello, I'm Dominique Soxa. That suspect was arrested only after a crime spree that left one person dead and six others wounded, one of them a state trooper. There are multiple crime scenes still active at this hour. They stretch from that cabinet business in Bryan to several locations in Grimes County. Our Roseanne Aragon is live outside of a hospital in Bryan where most of the wounded are now being treated tonight. And Roseanne, you just confirmed the identity of the suspect. Yes, this just in. Bryan police have identified that suspect as 27-year-old Larry Bolin of Grimes County. He was arrested by DPS troopers this afternoon. One of those troopers is recovering tonight at St. Joseph Hospital. Multiple victims, multiple scenes, and one suspected shooter in custody. We got the call at about 2.30 p.m. Officers arrived at 2.36. Bryan police say it all started with an employee here at Kentmore Cabinet's headquarters. Witnesses tell police it happened at a loading bay in the warehouse area. Gunshots, slamming, running, people falling, screaming. Employee Mark Barron says the shooter looked him in the eyes. He knows him. Was he somebody that you saw often? Yes, ma'am. Police say the shooter had a handgun, shooting six people there. One of the victims died at the scene. Five were rushed to the hospital, of whom four were in critical condition. The other had non-life-threatening injuries. Nobody expected for stuff like this to happen, because you see them every day, quiet. You know what I mean? Offering people to, offering to buy people food. DPS led a manhunt chasing the suspect to Iola around 3.30 p.m. During that attempt, the uh, suspect shot at our trooper, injuring our trooper. Um, and that 
suspect uh, then fled the scene. Eyes from the sky show a large law enforcement presence outside a home not far from where the trooper was shot. We're working many different leads. At 4.20 p.m., troopers arrested the suspect in Bedites. He's now behind bars. Meanwhile, the injured trooper was flown to the hospital. Our prayers go out to all of those who are affected. Now, law enforcement here thanks the medical staff that are helping with this situation. As for the suspect, Larry Bolin, he is behind bars in Brazos County. DMX's children flew into New York yesterday to visit their dad in ICU. Family sources say that his condition remains unchanged and dire. He's still on life support and there is little brain activity from overdosing last Friday. Uh, X's children were able to see him at one time uh, due to COVID regulations. I'm glad they even got to see him because, you know, the COVID people be in here at the hospitals. They don't, they have been letting people in and stuff. So I'm glad they right. did get to see him and they, you know, got up close to him and stuff. Uh, meanwhile, y'all, his fans and family also gathered outside of White Plains Hospital for a prayer vigil. And among those in the crowd were his fiance, Desiree, his ex-wife, Tashira Simmons, uh, Yadira Borrego, who also has children with him, uh, along with the support outside the hospital. Workers on the inside have also joined in on the spirit of the event by standing in the windows holding up an X sign. Oh man. We send him prayers out to out to his family and his friends and everybody. Friends, does you know him? Yeah man. He gave us some good music too. X X, X is the man. Everybody, you know, everybody prayed like I'm, X I'm when he prayer. prayed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Brent, that's no I use I use uh, uh they don't know as my exit song when I perform. Like that is like my go to. But yes. I, I, really, I have always wanted to meet DMX, and I absolutely love him. Like, I'm a real, he's one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, he's a good dude, too. He's a good dude. Ugh, I hate this. Uh, let's just continue to keep him in our... So now, we ask right now, that as we stand in front of White Plains Hospital, that you will go into his room, that you will speak into his ears, that you will speak to his spirit man first. We speak about the body and the natural, but God, you come first. So today we ask right now that you speak to his spirit man. And we wake it up right now in the name of Jesus. And everybody to put up your ex. Yeah. 